Hey, Junior Nation, Exalta has you covered this weekend at Bristol. For updates all weekend on the number 88 team, follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Another episode of the Dale Jr. Download is on deck. As uh, similar to last week, my co-host is Amy. Hello, guys. Thank yep, thank you, honey. And uh, Tyler Overstreet is back in North Carolina. He will edit and he has produced this show. So thank you, Tyler. Let's get to it. All right, so uh, this is an off weekend. No racing to talk about. Uh, there are some racing topics coming up, but we will... Uh, not have a race itself to discuss uh, the upcoming Bristol race this weekend. I'm very excited about. Uh, but we also uh, spent this past weekend enjoying Easter with our family, with your family, correct? It's our, it, well, it's now our family. Our family, yeah. yeah. So um, Texas is a great race weekend. We enjoy racing at Texas. It's a great track for us. But it also means that we get to spend time in Amy's uh, neck of the woods. Neck of the woods, yeah. <laughs> so sure. we were in Dallas after the race, we went and spent some time with some friends there, uh, Billy and Kayla. They're two uh, twin girls and, and Gray, eight yeah. years old, right? Gray's so they have the three oldest, girls. And they have a set of twins, Aiden and Vivi. Yep. We had an Instagram of Bouncy House on Sunday night. That explains that, uh, right? That's where we were. <laughs> um, there are some other pictures of them on your Instagram of us enjoying Easter with them the entire week. It was a lot of fun. We also went to... Um, They're super sweet little girls. They are. And Gray actually thinks that you're her hero. Oh. She told her dad that. Is that right? And I asked him, I said, well, why does she say that? And he said he did, she didn't have a clear answer, but she just loves Dale Jr. Oh, that's cool. Well, they are great little girls, and we, we enjoyed spending uh, the – we spent the whole weekend, really, with these, uh, these kids, and it was a lot of fun. We traveled in the plane, so we had uh, three girls plus your sister's daughter. Well, that was really – My sister and her husband and their infant – Yes, yeah. they were all with us. So we spent the weekend family style versus right. pirate style like we typically do. Exactly. So that was uh, we were in uh, Dallas on Saturday, Sunday night after the race. Then we went to Bull Verde. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have to really. He has to really have. To really try hard. His to, concentration yeah. hat on when he says that word, right. Bull Verde. It's a tough, uh, tough word to say. It's um, it's a small, small, small town. It's literally a one stoplight intersection. Yeah, just north of San Antonio. It's yeah. it's cool. It's te- very middle Texas, and you got to experience um, the hills of Texas on your bike. I know. I thought Texas was flat. No, well, there are certain areas are. It's right? a giant state, honey. I went and rode sixty miles on Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, or was it Tuesday and Wednesday? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So you rode a lot. Yeah. On that bike, you. Rode more than you needed to. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Jimmy didn't ride at all, did he? Jimmy did not do. So I have. We have. We've talked Sorry, about. Sorry, Jimmy, but throwing you way under the bus right, there. But Dale is so proud of himself. We've talked about our um, workout uh, routine at HMS, and we get a uh, every week we get a uh, a report emailed to us about what everyone did. Yeah, a, ma- a major chart. It's not even. It's a chart. Yeah, big chart. Um, I did uh, quite a bit of cycling. So basically, um, 
let's see, four hours of cycling, mm -hmm. uh, 60 miles. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be awesome for the report. And, um, I, but I didn't do any strength. So I got a big zero on the strength. Uh, but I got the report in. I did the most. You know what I think is funny about that chart? I did the most. And Jimmy Johnson, uh, the, the workout beast that he is. I he know, did, but do you know what's funny about this chart? He, he did, did nothing. He did nothing. When you do nothing, you get a pink. Yeah. A, get pink, a pink zero. Slot. It's very, very you emasculating. Get, it's kind of red, but yes, no, pink. No, it's pink. Okay. So you get, if, you're, if you don't hit the quota, your number is pink. If you hit the quota, it's green. Uh, we did really good in the cycling with the uh, um, cardio. You introduce uh, some cycling safety into my life. How does that? How did I do You that? asked me to share my location, oh. find my friends on your iPhone. So while I'm riding around, you can ping me. That's right. Uh, well, that came in handy. Yeah. So somebody, you know, people in, people in the cycling world said that it's good to uh, definitely share your location while you're out riding around. Yeah with someone so uh but i shared my location with with you as i was riding my 60 miles in Bulverde. did you ping me see where i was at i did and the reason why not only because i was wondering where you were riding but it started a thunderstorm and i was worried about your safety so my sister was able to go and grab you two miles away from the house we didn't get you Come on, you got to say I was a little farther than two miles away. People are going to think no, I'm not No, you riding. rode through the rain. <laughs> we just waited a long time to find you. We're like, okay, maybe it's thundering now. Maybe we should go get him. So she, <laughs> she gets her big car out and goes and scoops him up. And you were, you were only two miles away from the house at yeah, that point. You had already close. done your ride. I was so wet. But it does work. And it, honestly, it, it makes me feel better knowing where you are. Yeah. I like the fact that you're... I can see when you stop to take pictures, <clears> too, because the thing stops. I like the fact that you can watch me ride my ride. If you can't be there, at least you're, you're kind of cheering me I'm on. I'm just scared. I don't want to get hurt. Uh, we, so, yeah, we were in Bulverde for a couple of days, and then we, get, we got the whole gang together, and we flew to uh, Key West. We like to spend some time down in uh, Florida when we can. Uh, so we had uh, four ch children on the plane, which yeah. was uh, like this. We did a family trip. Yeah, right? that's the first time. And thing for us, actually. We've done family trips, but never flown together like that. Yeah, that was a, a wake-up call. <laughs> Still want to have kids. Yes. <laughs> Did not deter me. No. Um, They're really, really sweet girls. They were. And while we were here, like, uh, they really enjoy the simple things. Or the, you know, they, they, we overlook the things they, had in, they enjoyed. Yeah. We're always looking for things to do outside of the house. And they had fun just exploring the backyard. Yeah. And playing in the pool and... Hiding Easter eggs. Yeah, hiding, they, we had an Easter egg hunt in the backyard. It was so much fun to spend Easter in Key West. The weather was off and on, but it didn't matter. Yeah. It was, the, the entire weekend was so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of candy. And, uh, we still have a whole bowl yeah, of Yeah, they candy. left some candy, which was nice. <laughs> Staring at When us. they left. So, um, also, on uh, one of the cool things that I saw on Twitter that made, probably made my Twitter day... Or, or made it better, was that uh, David Reagan and his wife, Jacqueline, oh, yeah. they live uh, in Kannapolis, and while they were out eating for Easter, they happened to go by the statue and uh, took a great little picture of their daughter yeah. hugging on the er uh, Dale Earnhardt statue. Yeah. Such a cool picture. So Why do you say Dale Earnhardt versus my daddy or dad? Um, I don't know. What do you say, dad or daddy? Dad. Do dad. You? 
Yeah, say dad. My dad. Yeah. I say my dad. But I think that it was great that he sent you yeah. that photo. It was really Well, I sweet. saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, he didn't send it to you? No. His wife tweeted it, and I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. I got you. You know, it, I, I kind of have to be reminded, I guess, that there's a statue there right. and that people actually go see it. I should go see it. You have, I'll need to take you to see I've it. I've never seen, seen this statue in person. <clears throat> yeah. I've only seen the one at Daytona. Yeah, for folks who haven't seen it, uh, there's a Del Earnhardt Tribute Plaza. And it's on the corner of South Main Street and B Street in Kannapolis. So if you want to go out there and check out the statue, by all means. Um, does a weekend off like this provide a good reset button? What do you think? I mean, you've been around no. me for a long time. I, I think there's two answers to this question. Um, Race-wise, I think it does for you, and it doesn't because... You get to have the time away from the team, so it, it's like anything else. You miss something, you're not around. Yeah. But when you're not involved in it, you're always thinking about that thing, so you're not really resting. Hmm. I've heard you talk about Bristol yeah. a few times over the course of this last week, and you love racing there. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't know, is that resetting? I don't think it's resetting. Yeah, okay. Well... Well, you got through speed weeks in the West Coast swing, and even though it's only seven races in, it feels like that it's been much more. 20, yeah. Yeah. Well. And imagine, you know, and I hate to complain or, or sound like I'm complaining to it's anyone. It's just a grind. Imagine being one of the road guys. Right, right. right. <clears throat> so I think, uh, yeah. For them, it is a reset. For them, it probably is a reset. They get to go home. All right, so um, Easter was great. I hope everybody else enjoyed their Easter uh, weekend and uh, – yeah, we're, we're, it's back to work. So we're going to talk about a few other topics, the changes uh, to the All-Star race. So uh, I'm eligible as a past All-Star race winner. How do you feel 2000. about the rules? I don't really have a problem with the new uh, – they got four stages, 20 laps, 20 laps, 20 laps, and then 10 laps, okay? Only 10 cars will advance into the final stage – They'll take the stage winners and the best average finish of the other three stages. So it's all a bunch of... <laughs> you say it's such, so such sarcasm. It's freaking confusing. <laughs> and they change the freaking rules every year. Freaking rules. Grr. So well, he doesn't like the rules. I don't mind Surprise, the rules. And Earnhardt doesn't want to have I rules. I do not mind the rules. It's just so much change. Change, 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 right. change, change. Well, that uh, I get. Uh, there is something to be said about, uh, you know, tradition. And I know that some traditions have to evolve and can't stay the same all the time. But how does this race, much like the Clash... Well, that's an oxymoron. Traditions don't evolve. I mean, it has... I know things can't stay the same forever. I'm okay. I understand that. But, damn. I mean, how does, some, how does something... It's hard for the fans to become, even keep up. How does something become so great if it's continued, continuously manipulated, and and adjusted, and and the and it you know just isn't recognizable? Yeah, I think I do like the idea of seeing what a softer tire compound does, or having an option to use a different tire compound. That's going to be fun to watch. I do think it's cool that they're putting those guys behind the other uh, competitors when they run the softer tires in the ten lap stage. So you could actually run the soft tire to try and attempt a win of another stage to make sure you're in gotcha. the 10-lap stage because only 10 cars advance to right. the final stage. 
That's cool. It is. Um, yeah, so this ought to be pretty good. We'll see how it works out. I have a random question. Yep. If you got to have your choice of where the all-star race would be ran, where would it be? If it was not Charlotte. It'd definitely be Bristol or Martinsville. Okay. I really like those two tracks, short tracks. Uh, all-star race, a million dollars or whatever it pays. I don't even know what the hell the race pays. It would be pretty neat to see it at a short track. You're going to get some fireworks if yeah. you run up there. Uh, let's move on. Uh, drivers need to reconnect with the grassroots race fans, per Kyle Larson. He recently said, I feel like everybody needs to encourage I feel like everybody needs to encourage me and others to go race at your local short tracks. And all that because I feel like we've lost touch with our grassroots fans. So Kyle basically just feels like there is a disconnect from those local short tracks and the fan base? Is that what you're saying? Kyle says that drivers need to reconnect with the grassroots fans, the fans that are at the local tracks. So he wants him and other drivers in the Cup Series to connect to the fans that are at the local tracks. Okay. And are there a lot of local tracks around the big tracks still? Yes. Like, are they? Do they still run? Yes. Yes, there are a lot of local tracks well, around cool. the big tracks. So why can't that happen? We should go watch one. <laughs> <laughs> what? We should go watch one. Yes. You want to go to Hickory? I've been to Hickory. Do you want to go back? Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, like in Pocono or in Bristol where we yeah. are traveling. The, I know where the short tracks are around our house. We've watched our nieces run. At Millbridge. Yeah. And we've watched um, your team, your late model team, win over and over again at Hickory. Yeah. I agree with Larson uh, that it's great for drivers like him. Casey Kane and Kyle Busch to go back to uh, or to go to local tracks. The local fans love seeing uh, the big cup stars come to their racetrack and duke it out with the local hero, the track champion. They love that. Um, so I agree with that. Uh, why is it not more common for drivers to race smaller events these days? It has, it probably is. Why isn't it common? Do you not? I think I know I'm, why this is. I know I can't I'm, answer this for you. You don't have the time. There's, that's part of it, the money, time, uh, safety, you know, question, you know, concerns about what kind of car you're going to get in. Uh, there's a million reasons, and probably everyone has a different one. Right. Uh, but, yeah, time is probably the biggest problem for, uh, for everybody in the sport. Uh, the sport really gobbles it up. Is it something that uh, we're interested in doing with the Junior Motorsports late models? Uh while I'm still racing in cup or maybe I'll, you know, is this something that you think that you see me doing? Yeah. You've talked about, you've always talked about wanting to go back to your days of late model racing at the beach. I absolutely can see that happening. Maybe not immediately, but yeah. later in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I think if I still have late models, once I am done racing in the cup series, I think if I still have late models, it'll be too, uh, enticing to not try yeah, it. Yeah, you'll want to do it. Yeah. And there's there's two, there's another reason to this. LW experienced this with Wyatt. He wanted Wyatt. his son to see that he was a race car driver. If we have kids, girl or a boy, they're not going to have any idea because by the time they get old enough, 
sorry, Pat Ball, but you're, you're <laughs> not going to be racing cars. They just won't have that vision of you, and you're going to want to show them what you can do. That's great. Great point. Yeah, so I think if uh, – I don't see myself really going and running anything while I'm driving a cup car. But, yeah, I think I probably would be yeah, piddle, it would be neat. piddle with it. Even for me to see that. <clears throat> Myrtle yep. Beach. Yeah, so that was something Dad and those guys did all the time uh, back in the day. So, and I see this, I see that is very comparable to what Kyle and Casey and and, uh, Kyle Bush do. It's, uh, you know, they just love to race and love to go and duke it out with those local local drivers. And the local drivers probably love when they come into town. Yeah. You know, it's an opportunity to, to sort of measure yourself against somebody that you see racing on Sunday. Because every driver at every local track, uh, you know, they, they feel like that they can get it done. Man, I'd love to get out yeah. there and, 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 and race Kyle Busch or, or Casey Kane. I, I can beat them. Wasn't that the neatest part? And this is their chance yeah. when they come visit but their, their track. But their, their gusto is the coolest part. Yeah. I think that you lose that. Well, let's, uh, let's move on and, and talk about Bristol. Bristol's coming up this weekend. And... Uh, it's one of my most favorite racetracks, especially as a kid. Yeah. My favorite race to go to as a kid was the Bristol Night Race. Why is that? Well, uh, back in the uh, back in the old days when I was a kid, um, <laughs> the infield used to be grass in the corners, and we would park our vans, the, uh, the family vans. Yeah, we in the corners there was grass. We would park our family vans okay. in the corners. And uh, we would climb up on the back of the van and sit and watch the race. And we were literally 20 yards, 30 yards from the cars. Right. And they might spin and wreck in the corners and slide down onto the apron. And you could feel the heat and smell the smoke. And it was so... That's crazy. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. It was such a great experience. And, you know, you're there with your pals sitting up on on this van pointing at this and pointing at that. And, <laughs> you know, just something happened and that place is... There's, there's action all the time. Sure. Um, and it's so loud at Bristol. It is. It's, it is the, uh, and it's so, it blows my mind that nobody's tried to recreate this racetrack anywhere else or anything like it. You know, we, we went, went through this uh, long period of time where everybody thought you had to build a mile and a half racetrack, cookie cutter, dog leg mile yeah, and a half. Of, a lot of those yeah. on the circuit. Yeah, yeah. And nobody, in Bristol for a long time, was a sellout and nobody tried to recreate it. And it's a small venue, but also it has very tall. So many, you know, seats. Right. You would think that it'd be easier to build than a big mile and a half facility somewhere. It, it probably is. Right. Yeah. I don't know why nobody's ever tried to build another one. Well, why don't you build one? Well, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> um, well. I don't think you would let the, uh, let me write that check anyways. Ho- no, hopefully not. We won the race uh, in 2004. We actually swept the weekend with the Xfinity race and the Cup race. Um, did you wreck it all? Wreck How, it. What did your car look like when you got done with that race? Because there's a lot of bumping at Bristol. Not, not for me. Um, in that race, we lapped all the way up to sixth place. Really? Yes. We had a green flag pit stop during that race. <laughs> so that's unheard of at Bristol because, uh, it's you know, like you say, there's so much bumping. Uh, yeah, nobody's car comes out clean. No. I, don't, I mean, there might have been a scratch or two on it, but that race, I remember that race because I had been burned in the Corvette that year, uh-huh. and <clears throat> so I had this big open uh, wound on my leg, Yeah, and I was having to wrap it 
every day, about twice a day probably. And uh, at one point on that weekend, it was like Friday or Saturday, I was getting in the car for practice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was trying to get my seatbelt tight. And then one of the crew members came in there to help me and accidentally punched me in my leg. leg. And my, oh my God, did that hurt? I'm hurting for you now. That's awful. To just bleed so bad. And then, so I had it, I had the, to not get too gross here, but I had the wound doing really well. And that set me back, right? So that, yeah, over the last several, over the weeks before that, I had the wound doing pretty good. Well, that busted it open and it was bleeding like crazy. So I'm changing it out, but it's sore and hurting. Mm -hmm. We win the race and champagne got down inside there in victory lane and so yes so i'm standing in victory lane on during all those pictures and then my leg is on fire because of the champagne going into that that sounds like it was terrible it's bittersweet it was so bad um but there is uh there's something exciting about winning at bristol and that's the fact that you drive up on top of a building for for the victory lane yeah uh, they have nowhere else to put you at this point. Yeah, you yeah. Get up on something. It's a cool victory lane because of that. It is neat. Uh, a lot of drivers like to do the little burnouts going up the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, it's it's a incredible track. My dad won his first race there in Did 1979. Really? Yes, April 1st, 1979. He won his first race. He won in, it on April Fool's Day. Yeah. That was his April Fool's. I don't know Fools. why that's funny to me, but it is. <laughs> that's cool. I was only four at the time. I wasn't. I don't think I was there. Are you sure? What is the picture, the black and white I see of you sitting That down? is 1981. Okay, so yes. five, that seven. That was six. So if I was four, I add. if I was four in 1979. I, I was born in 82, so yeah. you were about seven. Six, six, seven. six or seven. Yeah. Dad won there nine times. One of the races that I remember most about my father racing at Bristol, I think it was in 1985. He ran the whole race pretty much. With no power steering, his power steering pump broke. I don't even know what to ask about. Yeah, that. I could tell you're not uh, you're not impressed. Well, um, <clears throat> listen, I've seen you drive a race car without a freaking steering wheel. <laughs> well, just for a few seconds, he ran <laughs> he ran literally 440 laps of the 500 laps at Bristol with no power steering, and basically, uh, okay, I'll give you an example. You remember we had the, the go- golf cart. The golf cart we have is ridiculously hard to drive because. Well, you have to give it a lot of gas to get it to turn. The steering, though, is real hard? Yes. That's no power steering. Right. Okay? So imagine a 31 or 3,400-pound race car that difficult to drive, and you're going fast. Yeah. You need a lot of muscle. He was war slam out at the end of that race. And, you know, he had a lot of of moments in his career where um, he lived up to his reputation, as an intimidator and a tough guy, and that was one of those races where he checked that box pretty good. What was your first trip to Bristol? you remember? I I don't remember my first trip. I don't remember my first trip to a lot of the racetracks, I'll be honest. I remember my first Daytona race, but I don't remember my first Bristol race. What's your... But I do remember going there and feeling super overwhelmed by not only the amount of people that come to Bristol, because that's really overwhelming, but how... On top of everyone, you almost feel like you are. Every, everyone's right on you. And it's because that track is so small and the way the stands are built yeah. up, it almost feels like you're in a football <clears throat> stadium. But 
way larger. Yeah. And Lee Greenwood was there. <laughs> and who doesn't he's love there. Lee Greenwood? Yeah, he's there. I think every... And so the whole thing was just, it felt very American. Yeah. The entire experience was super cool for me. I felt, I think I may have cried ah. when Lee Greenwood played. Yeah. Well, it's a convenient 20-minute flight up on race day. Yeah. Very quick. I, I do enjoy the drive there, which you've, I don't know if you've ever drove I've Bristol. never driven to Bristol, but I typically the, just go on race day because windy, it is so close. I have to drive there one day just so you can experience the windy roads. Well, honey, we need a lot of mountains. road trips. There's a lot of fun th road trips we need to do, and that's probably well, we'll drive to Bristol this at year. the top of the list. Okay. We'll, all right. We'll drive up there and then make TJ drive it home. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on to our favorite part of the podcast, the Ask Junior questions. All the fans, thanks for sending in all your questions uh, for this week. Uh, we really enjoyed these uh, last week, and, and these are going to be a lot of fun as well. All right, I want to ask you the first one. We, well, hold on. We, we compiled these from Twitter using the hashtag Ask Junior. So as always, send in your questions throughout the week, and we'll get to them. But go ahead. All right, so I'm going to ask Dale his questions. Dale, at Skell, Texas, she wants to know, should NASCAR consider running a cup race at Eldora? I think it'd be great. I do. Eldora is a dirt track that they run the truck the truck race on. Uh, it's been very uh, exciting uh, to watch the trucks run there. One of the fun things about it is some of the real, real good dirt racers around the country get an opportunity to jump in a truck mm -hmm. and compete against uh, stock car drivers, but on their turf. So it's kind of like what Kyle Larson wants. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So, so I love this. This is a good idea. Yes, I love this. Let's go. Let's go race cup. The cars probably wouldn't get around there too well, but we'd figure It'd it out. Fun. All right. So the next question is, what is a band, and this is a bad question because this is easy to answer and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but uh -oh. what is a band that Dale likes but Amy detests and vice versa? What band do you play all the time that I just... Well, they're... Ref no, no, no. Just choose another one, honey. You got you got a couple that you play over and over and over again, and it's not because I hate the band. I just... Okay, okay. Who's the band that I play all the time that you don't like? Man. Um... You play a lot of um, the Hanson Brothers. I do not. Yes, you do. I hear Umbop coming out of the bathroom all the time. You're making lies. <laughs> Stop it. That is not true. Yes. No, it is not true. Don't tell people that. <laughs> now you got me singing that crap. Um, what about... You like Angels and Airwaves. I, I play them a lot. I love Angels. Yeah. Listen, we all have our moments of detest but it's only because somebody plays something over and over we, too much we like the, a lot of the same we music. do dale this one's for you again can i ask it yeah sure okay if you could listen to music in the race car what would you listen to uh well um just recently uh we're going to uh feature a song from this band later in the podcast the dangerous summer i've been listening to them a lot right uh, we got, got to meet AJ in Fontana. That yes, was super AJ cool. came to Fontana. Um, we talked about that a couple podcasts ago, but uh, I would probably listen to uh, the Dangerous Summer Pandora Station. 
Um, and one of the bands that I hear a lot on that station that I've actually also really gotten to like is the Wonder Years. Right. They have a song called There, There. It's so lot. freaking good. Um, so that's what I listen to. Okay. And that's some charged up rock, you know? That's kind of what you need to be doing. Like but it's racing. chill charged. It's not yeah. anything that's going to make you spike. No. Not ever do it. Right. Okay, so I'm going to ask, uh, this is for Amy, Lee, Lee Ann, 23. She wants to know, are you still doing interior design? Only in my mind. No. <laughs> I miss interior design. I do a lot of projects of things that we were doing around our vacation homes and things like that. Um, but professionally, no. I was asked by my husband years ago to come on the road and not work because he needed me. So oh, that's yeah. the reason I'm not working. She did. Uh, you did work. Um, you, you. I did a lot of things residentially for some drivers yeah but that was only because it was convenient it was hard I to was, convince you to give up well i was working, working in commercial design <laughs> so that's totally yeah. different i wasn't a decorator i was working doing construction drawings and I needed really you, really cool fun stuff so i miss it and need he needed me so that's yep. why i'm not working at the moment so antiques i love asks dale what was your first impression of amy and amy what was your first impression of dale so right. my first impression was that I have I was looking at the most beautiful one I've ever seen in my life. Aww, that's so I can say that with all sincerity because oh as soon as I gosh. saw you, I was like, holy cow, who is this? <laughs> when I first met Dale, it was in a meeting, ironically, about his home, which I was part of the design group, and we had a meeting at JR Motorsports, and I was on the floor underneath his dog killer who was loving all over me and dale actually had to pull the dog off of me to pull me up off the floor to say hello and introduce himself so my my first impression of dale was he's a gentleman and wow your head your hair is not as red as i thought it was gonna be <laughs> is that it yeah. oh my gosh i always get you're shorter than i thought yeah i get that too it's really interesting to meet celebrities in general because of what you think they might look like based on what you see on TV. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, you are shorter. Oh, gosh. Diane. Diana. Jur journal? Journal. Journal. She wants to know, what was your favorite or most relaxing thing to do when you're at home for us? What is our favorite and or most relaxing thing when we like we're to do? at home. I mean, the couch. Yeah, when we, we're couch potatoes. We yeah. are. I like to cook. I really like to be in the kitchen and Mostly it's because I like to eat well. Yeah. We record a lot of shows. We do record a lot of shows. So we, when we get home, we sit and go through our list of shows, but we... What are some of those? Oh, um, we watch a lot of Bravo. Everyone knows that. Yep. Southern Charm, Vanderpump Rules. All of the Housewife shows. Well, I only liked Atlanta. I like them all. I watch all of them. He sometimes will fall asleep in my lap while I'm watching some of my shows. But I we cook and we and we nap and we work out. We're I feel pretty, like I'm pretty missing. pretty boring people. Oh, below to be deck. Honest. Relax yeah. me up, below deck. We haven't watched that in a while. That yep. one's coming out soon, I think. Yeah, we're boring. We sit on the couch and we eat just like everybody else. <laughs> What's the next question? All right, for this for you, Amy. Ant Car Fan eighty eight wants to know what is the most annoying thing that Dale does. I think I know what it is. Okay, then you answer. Leaves the toilet seat up when he flushes the toilet. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Well, no. There's nothing more annoying than that. No, there's something more annoying. What? 
you never ever put your cat back on a, a bottle of water oh my or Gatorade. Gosh. If something gets spilled, it's because it stales drink. <laughs> and we have dogs that jump all over our couches where those people, our dogs are in your face on the couch. So you're just like a lid person, like it's caps yes. and and, and I know whose seats. drink is whose because toilet lids, bottle caps. Oh yeah. You're just you like things Safety contained. First. You like you like things shut and contained. Yes. Okay. Man, then you just totally read me. So barbecue doc O twenty four. He's asking me if someone recognizes you in public, how do you want them to act? Is it cool for them to come over and say hello? This is a great question. Yeah. Uh. uh because yeah. it depends on the situation, so that's real hard for a fan, but please. I love for people to say, hey, and I like for people to say, uh, you know, if this is all true, um, you know, good job or good luck. Uh, been a big fan, big fan of your dad's, hear that a lot. That always makes you feel good. Sure. Is um, it ever awkward for you when someone comes up and says, my grandmother was a giant fan. Can I have your photo? I don't, I think about the grandmother and, and I'm like, yeah, cause this is going to make grandma happy. Right. Okay. You know, so I get, my mind goes to straight to grandma. Yeah. So I'm like, sure. Great. This is going to trip grandma out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's, I always think that's funny. Yeah. I like it. I, I don't shy away from it or, yeah. or, you know, when we go out to eat or whatever, we, we don't. Is it weird though it. when someone stares at you? Uh, yeah, like any, any, I don't think anyone likes to be stared at. In a I know why people do it, this. It can be creepy. Well, it's not, there no one's doing it. No one is doing that to try to be creepy. They're no. just too intimidated or scared or like, yeah. should I bother him? Should I bother him? Should I bother him? And then they yeah. get the courage up. And you're like, you could have done that 20 minutes ago. So people just come over and say hello. Yeah. That's what Dale likes. I like it. All right. There's, we got two more. So you, you can go, you can go ask all them right. too. Okay. These are all for Dale. Um, can you explain how you came up with the name Hammerhead? The Hammerhead Entertainment. Yes. So, this is the name of my production company that we own, um, Hammerhead Entertainment. And my dad's nickname when he raced was Ironhead. Uh, and he got that nickname, I believe, from his family or his father. Mm -hmm. uh, Ralph. Yep. He got it because he was hard-headed, like an anvil, so an iron head, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a little kid, they would his his buddies would joke that Dad's hammerhead or Dad's iron head, and I'm hammerhead because you were equally equally hard-headed, hard right? So hammerhead is just a term when Dad Dad would call me hammerhead, like quit being a hammerhead. Hammerhead right. rolls off the tongue pretty easily, too. Yeah. It's if I would do something say. like if I was being no, if I was being, uh, you know, if I was like, oh, I'll show you, or, mm -hmm. or no, I'm not doing that. He'd go, all right, hammerhead. And so I really love the fact that he had a nickname for me. You yeah. know, every father. It was almost a term of endearment yes, for you that he called you hammerhead because he was ironhead. Yep. I felt connected to him in some way. So that's why we use that name, Hammerhead Entertainment. If you see the logo, that's me. That is his little cute face. That's me. It's so is uh, about a four or five-year-old. <laughs> so we got one last question. This one's from Paul Song Songus. Sorry, Paul. Songus. murdered your last name. Oh my gosh. Song as as. Maybe it's not his last name. Maybe it isn't. 
So, does it bother you that the number eight has been unused in the cup or Xfinity for so many years? I haven't even thought about it. Um, I wish that I could still be number eight. I have really enjoyed racing the 88. It was an honor for me to, to be able to use that number considering the history that that number has. Uh, if I could have taken the eight with me, I certainly would have liked to have done that. Yeah. Uh, but There's it a stayed, lot of tattoos that yeah, wanted you to take that with you. It stayed at uh, DEI, and, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not being used right now. But uh, Maybe our son could use it. Uh, yeah. Maybe he, at that point in life we, we talked can last take it week back. about this. We're not going to encourage. Um, well, you know, hopefully he becomes a lawyer or a dentist or well, a doctor. That would be great. Going back to that Goodyear commercial, what you're born with is what you're born <laughs> to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right, so that's our Ask Junior questions. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. That's so much fun, especially with Amy. Not as fun with Tyler, but. So let's do our looking ahead. All right, we're getting ready to go back to work. So I got a few more days off, but Thursday, uh, we got a Mountain Dew production. I'm assuming that's going to be over at Old Hammerhead Entertainment. It will. Um, we also have a Mother's Day project for ESPN that's going to be a lot of fun to do. Does uh, Brenda get to do that with you? It's actually su- a surprise to oh, Brenda what I'm sorry. doing. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I mean, obviously, it's for... I hate ruin a surprise. No, you didn't ruin a surprise. It's for Mother's Day, so Mom knows that it's going to be for her, but what I'm doing, I can't tell. Okay. Friday, uh, I'm going to an elementary school in Tennessee on behalf of Unilever and Dollar General to read to elementary students. I did this in uh, Talladega. Yeah, that was that so movie much town. fun. That movie town. Um, it should be a movie town. I did that in Talladega last year and had a blast. Are you going to go with me? Yeah, I would love to go. All right. So you are very, very good at reading aloud. He's done that to me. He's actually read books aloud for me. Oh. In the bus. This is what we do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, read, I read aloud. <laughs> he reads aloud to me. Yeah. I do like reading to you. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, Unilever and Dollar General. I enjoy uh, going to the schools and promoting reading to the kids. We also have practice at Bristol on Friday and qualifying as well. It's uh, at 445 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Um, Saturday, we have two practices. The Xfinity race is at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. It's a Dash for Cash race. Justin Algar won the first Dash for Cash race at Phoenix. He sure did. That's a big deal that for these. That was super cool. Yeah. And Justin's such a cool guy. Yeah, he and his wife both He realizes so how critical that Dash for Cash is to the team. That's a huge bonus for well, us as a company. Not only is he a team player, he's a really, really, really important guy to yeah. JR Motorsports because of how he feels not only about his team, but his family and the sponsorship relation he has. Yeah, it's great. So, pretty awesome. Hopefully, one of our guys can grab that dash for cash. Uh, speaking of Xfinity, we just announced the details regarding Junior Motorsports Fan Day at our shop in Mooresville, North Carolina for May 26th. Well, that's fun. Yep. They'll be signing. Uh, we'll be signing at 11 a.m. that day with Michael Annette, our late model drivers Josh Berry and Anthony Alfredo. Our other Xfinity drivers, Elliot Sadler, Justin Algar, and William Byron will be signing the same day as well. So fans, awesome. go to junior or go to jrmracing.com slash fan day. J-R-M-Racing, 
com slash fan day for more info and to sign up for a chance to win a wristband for the autograph session so we have so many folks come out that we have to kind of that's cool yeah so you do a random lottery then yeah uh we'd love to get to everybody but it is we do have a lot of stuff yeah we do a random lottery to choose the wristbands uh that way fans you know nobody has to camp out yeah they don't have to camp out wait. anything like that i gotcha um but there's a ton of stuff that actually goes on at Fan Day. There's a lot of things out in the parking lot. Um, a lot of our partners come out and set up. There's food trucks yeah. and all kinds of fun stuff. Spies there. Everybody um, sets up little kiosks. and. Yeah, it's really fun. It's little. almost like a, a mini festival. It's yeah. like a mini racing festival yeah. is what it's like. <laughs> so and it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. Yeah. If you don't get a wristband, still come out. There'll be a lot of stuff for the fans to check out. Um, I'm also trying to talk Tyler into doing a live podcast. That would be so fun. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I'm going to set that up so the fans that, you know, again, the fans that don't have a wristband or the ones that are standing in line waiting for their autograph for whatever driver, That's, they can actually cool. watch need, a live, the live podcast. I think it'd be fun. We'll you get the fans' questions out there and do all kinds of fun things with that. So Can I bring Gus Of course. Yeah. I'll bring the dogs. Bring the dogs. Then Sunday, can't forget about that. We got a race, and it starts at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern on Fox, not on Fox Sports One, on the Big Fox. Before that, though, uh, we got a Mountain Dew pre-race tailgate Q&A appearance. That's at 11:30 a.m. For info on how to attend that, visit BristolMotorSpeedway.com. It's a Mountain Dew pre-race tailgate Q&A appearance. So coming out side of the racetrack, 11:30. Going to do Cease a Q&A. Come on out there. Uh, right before the race. So that's the show. So what do you think? Did you did you like hosting? I loved hosting. You talked a little bit about um, maybe having your own podcast. I am hoping to do that with one of my girlfriends. We have a lot of ideas. And just trying to lock down a name. And we have a producer and everything. So we really are. Really? Mm -hmm. You're moving along on this. Yeah. So what's your podcast potentially going to be? It's going to be more geared towards um, just things girl talk, girl, girls talk about over brunch or lunch or whatever we do. Yeah. And for the most part, it will be f just funny stories. Yeah. Girls, when we get together, that's what we talk about, all the funny things that happen. It's just like a conversation y'all have at brunch. Pretty much. Okay. And do you have a name? I do have a name. Oh, you don't want to say? I don't know if I can. Okay. I don't well, know he, if my if partner would want me to do that. Why? Who? Um, Who's your partner? My partner oh. Sarah Bundy. And Gosh. she, I mean, in her name, just fun to say. Sarah is an amazing friend. She Spilling it all. You're telling tales. Is going to be a really funny co-host, and I hope everybody enjoys her. But we are not going to be PG. We're not going to worry mm -hmm. about um, what we say. So Okay. Well, I hope you get that going. You spent far away.
Dale Jr. Download and All Dirty Mo Radio Podcasts are made possible by Exalta. You can subscribe to all eight podcast programs on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and all major podcasting outlets. As always, you can listen to Dirty Mo Radio Podcast on DaleJr.com. Find us all on social media at Dale Jr., Overstreet Tyler, Amy Earnhardt, and Dirty Mo Radio on Twitter. Also check out the Dirty Mo Radio Facebook page. Thanks to my co-host this week, Amy. Tyler Overstreet is the producer of this program. Today's theme song, Miles Apart, is by The Dangerous Summer, courtesy of Hopeless Records. listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 